We've got a new episode here of the Odds and End Zones podcast on the BGN Radio Podcast Network. I'm your host, Seamus Clancy, the deputy sports editor of phillyvoice.com, and I am joined by my guy, Zoe. Oh, man, what's up? What's up, bro? Happy you uh, over baseball with, with the with the unvaccinated Phillies going to Toronto? It's going to be a, a very interesting weekend, especially if they – what do they have? They have one more against the Nationals today, right? Yeah, we're recording this Thursday morning, July yeah, 7th, yes. so you're probably listening to this late Thursday, Friday. So tonight – I hate saying – I hate using must win in uh, July for baseball, but this is kind of a must win because you probably might not win another game. Until next week, yeah, they're dropping those Toronto games. I think uh, maybe their best player is who is not playing. Is I would I would guess. I would guess. As we right. said a very strong uh, guess. Ed- educated guess is not vaccinated. I don't, right. I don't know who who else on the team is right. is not. I think baseball is a sport that probably gears a little to players that would yeah. be unvaccinated. If I'm saying yeah. that relatively politely, <laughs> right? I uh, think. Um, you know, we face this. We face the same issue again, like literally three months ago now, um, with the Sixers. And obviously, it was different because Matisse was Matisse Bible was more of a he's more rotation than he is best player. But he also, you know, for a team that was at the time short, already short rotation players, it was kind of disastrous. So um, I I, just, I cannot imagine what this lineup is going to look like without potentially seven or eight guys who actually play. You're just in football mode now because of that, right? Yeah, like I'm. I'm so. I'm so. Uh, training camp pill right now. I can't. Week I, zero college football is next month. Yeah, that's wild to say. <laughs> I can't believe it. And we also have. Look, um, I'm looking at the matchups. See, we got August Saturday, August 27th. Wild. Uh, marquee games look to be Nebraska Northwestern. One of the two of the 37 teams in the Big Ten are, are squaring up 12:30 <laughs> on Fox. So that should be fun. <laughs> Um, got a 10:30 Vanderbilt Hawaii game for you degenerates staying up to one o'clock to live bet Hawaii. That could oh, be right. entertaining for, for all of us degens. We'll have a good. We'll have a good. Uh, we'll have a good. Um, a good show that week to give to give all of our our degens some love. Yeah, and then next week, uh, I guess week one. That's week zero. Is yeah. Thursday night. There is a Penn State Purdue matchup for all the Penn State Lloyds and our and our <laughs> listenership and friends out there. That's when it gets um it gets a little serious after that weekend because then once you get through you get through week zero and then Labor Day weekend hits and then right after that you get into like your NFL your, your peach kickoff classics and NFLs you know your NFL kickoffs and then you get into your Georgia and Oregon matchup yeah I'm looking right now three thirty Saturday September third. Two games, marquee games. You got to double up on TVs. If you don't have one TV in your living room, save up some cash and go buy one before we – Amazon Prime Day is coming up. You'll yeah. do a deal on it. Cincinnati, Arkansas at 3.30 on ESPN. And then the Chick-fil-A kickoff game, Oregon, Georgia at 3.30 too. That's, That's weird. That, those are, I mean, that is – if you have anything to do that day, clear your schedule. Those are, those are two games that will, without a doubt, put you – Right back into not only college football mode, but football mode in general. It's gonna be a lot of good games. Um, you know, Georgia is the reigning national champion. They're, they lost a lot of guys on that defense to the NFL. 
Uh, we have two, we have two of them, ironically. Um, but they're bringing back still a ton of guys. They're going to be very, very good again. Oregon's, you know, Oregon's Oregon. They should, they should shock a couple of people. Um, they they lost a bunch of guys to to the draft as well. And then, you know, in the other game, man, I I, I like Arkansas. I, I, um, they're they're going to surprise some folks. That's going to be – it's going to be really, really action-packed. I'm excited. I can't wait. We got Notre Dame, Ohio State for all my South Philly Lloyds out there. Bro. <laughs> and I was – you know, I'm uh, – we have – there. we have a couple of uh, – couple of 17th and Gerard uh, Warriors on the on the Buckeye team. So, we do. Um, that'll be uh, – that'll be fun. One, one of which is actually probably going to be um, – their number. McCord's two not starting, two. is he? Probably not. No. Yeah. So but this like, is this his is sophomore like, season. Yeah, and then and this is also this is also CJ Stroud's last. Like CJ Stroud is going to the league. Yeah, yeah. I forgot CJ Stroud, obviously. Yeah. So like he's he's doing himself a great service and just staying in the system because next year is basically his year. Um, yeah, I want if I was him, I wouldn't freak out over a transfer or anything crazy no, like that. I think no you go, you get two solid years as starter, and you go to the league, and you're right. fine. That's it. I mean, I mean, look at the look at like look at the tape that teams review anyway. They only they really only look at what sophomore and junior year look like, or you know, junior senior year anyway. So like, you're not you're not doing yourself any disservice. Also, with the way stuff is now. Everything's on tape. I mean, they they take practices in spring games, so everybody you're gonna you're gonna get looked at by everybody. People are looking at your seven on seven stuff at this. Point. Yeah, exactly. Like like they they pick and prod, and like these scouts go through literally everything. It's nuts. I'm looking trying to pull up some lines on DraftKings. Not affiliated with DraftKings. Potentially could be in the future. Potentially could not, be. In the not future. saying anything. We're looking going. at some college football futures. Ohio State plus three twenty. Alabama's plus one eighty. That's just like, I guess, like if you're throwing a hundred bucks on there, you could do worse. That's right. But you in terms of worse, yeah. uh, USC plus three thousand is a tempting one for myself. I would say. Yeah. Um, they out are, of like out of the non, I would I would consider the top three pretty easily: Bama, Ohio State, and Georgia. That's fair. Yeah. And then you have Clemson. I guess depending yep. on how the quarterback looks this year. Yeah. Um, who was, you know, seemed more uh, touted than even Lawrence when he came to yeah. the school. Uh, yeah. USC plus 3,000, weaker conference, which should help them too. I don't know about their out-of-conference schedule, but that should lead them to stacks and wins. And, you know, if they're under, if USC is undefeated, it's really hard for to keep that team out yeah. of the postseason. I agree. And, and another thing, I, I'll just give you another, another heads up um, or another note on them. They also are, you know, they they their thing I think has always been consistency. They've had talent these past couple of years, you know, Drake London and you know a couple other skill guys that that definitely bring the heat. But I think this year um, they got a, a good quarterback that everybody loves, and they have um, you know a couple of good skill guys who turn on offense. I you know in college football, like I mean, you just said it, but in college football, really, it's less about it's less about like how people view you and more about your schedule. Yeah. So, you know, if they go and reel off one or two big non-conference wins and then go undefeated in the conference, 
they're they're looking they're probably right out right on the doorstep of a playoff berth. Like that, you know, people respect them that much because of the names USC. You get a, a, a you know a ten and zero USC team the first week that um, you know the the playoff rankings come out. It's going to get a lot of love just because of the name. Tough look for the Temple Owls, North Philadelphia zone. Uh, over under is oh, set nice. at two and a half wins. I know we're not, this isn't a college football pod, but it's fun just to talk. We'll, yeah. do, we'll probably do a legit college football preview in August. Oh, you, 100%. 100%. But Temple's uh, under two and a half wins is plus 120. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's probably good value. And then we have, I like Miami. Over eight and a half yeah. is plus 100. I like yeah. that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, anything else catching my eye? California specials, you all specials. Yeah. Michigan under nine and a half plus one oh five. I like that. Yeah. I I I, I think um some people are expecting a step back from them. I don't know. I can I can kind of see. I don't know. I've hardball teams do take that weird step back. We saw it with the Niners too. They this team's like I feel like sometimes this he's that guy if like his teams just tune him out sometimes. Like they get to the point where they I just, wonder why. <laughs> Like, who's got it better than us? Right. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. He's a – it's not weird that it's weird, but he's, he's he is definitely that guy. He is the – he's the consummate Doc Rivers ilk. Like, his team – Yeah, always, it's a sad comparison, but it's true. Yeah. And, and his team's always – they have the same issue. Their team's always tune them out. But for some reason, everybody looks at them and says, well, they're, they're the guy that can write the shit for us. And it's like, Okay. What was I going to say? Um, I don't know. What else are you thinking? Um, oh, Baker. That's what I wanted yes. to say. Yes. No, our next I one. think that's a decent value for Carolina in terms of the trade. They've, they've extrapolated so much trade capital, yeah. draft capital, I should say. Yeah. Uh, on these three, on Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, and Matt Corral, they've yeah. used – uh, second round pick, two third like a third rounder, two fourth rounders, a fifth rounder, and sixth rounder to stack the roster with that crew. I can't Not hate great. it. Not great. Uh, I will say that the Baker trade looks really good value-wise in yes. comparison to the trade we saw with Carson Wentz. Not to just keep you know piling on Carson, but uh, more so about Washington's evaluation of him and just their you yeah. know, mediocrity. I would agree. Um, you think he's week one starter? Does he have enough time to learn the playbook? I I know they said that it's going to be a um, it's going to be a you know a training camp battle, but I think there's no he's got to be week one starter. There's um, no such thing as training camp battles anymore. Yes, like in training terms of quarter, like maybe at some of the bottom of the roster stuff, but you know the idea of it's 2006, we're we're signing two mid guys and right. they're going to battle out in camp that just doesn't exist anymore. Thank you for saying that because I I, I know a lot. There's a lot of smart people who watch football and, and who know what coach us obviously but, right us obviously dang um but like they wouldn't give up the capital they gave up and trade for a guy just to say oh he's coming in to fight for the spot you just go sign a, a smuck off the street for that i i, I think that that's that's silly he's obviously going to be the week one starter you're not trading for him to come in and put some and let a fire under sam darnold like he's your he's your guy you You've been it's this has been this has been the worst kept secret all since since even before the draft. So 
Like that you you finally got them because you waited long enough. And then, you know, in three weeks, we're gonna find out just how rusty or or not rusty that he is. I think it honestly is probably more of a a testament. The Browns paint themselves in such a weird corner because on one hand, you know, they traded for Deshaun Watson and they did that. Rough. Some people are saying that's a rough look. Right. Some, many, many are saying that that's a, that's a bad look. Um, and in that same vein, you know, you severed the relationship oddly with, with Baker, but this move now, it's a move you almost had to do, but also it probably tells us that they can, they're going to be able to, or they want to just live with whatever they think the league is going to smack Watson. with. Like that's what I get from it, that they think that it's probably Whatever's coming down, they probably already have an idea. It's probably going to be something that they can just live with. I think it's like a year and it gets put to right. the teams. Not that, it's, not that it's exactly what should happen or deserves right. to happen, but I would bet on he's going to get a year suspension, it's going to get appealed, and it's going to go out yep. eight games. Uh, I just looked up their backup quarterback. Not as disastrous as I thought Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. That's not bad. That's not, that's not bad. And, and, not and, that I'm, I'm rooting for the success of this right. franchise in the slightest. Right. Not at all. Not in the least bit. I mean, Stefanski is a – Kevin Spansky is a prep guy, but, um, but like I do think that they anticipate, like you said, it'll be one year from the arbitrator, and then it'll get appealed till you know to death's door, and then it'll get all the way down to eight games, and they'll be like, all right, Jacoby reset, just let us let's ride Jacoby for for nine games or whatever, and then it is what it is at that point. We I, won. You know, Cleveland Browns at Carolina. Best league. You can't you can't write a better story. This league does it again. NFL is getting more soap opery, and I say that as a compliment in comparison to the NBA in terms yes. of the way we're seeing so much player movement the last they couple are. of years. And I think that I don't um, hate it. I don't hate it at all. And I think you know it's becoming more soap opery because I I think that. Um, the NFL players are taking note from their NBA counterparts. Like they're, the, I think that we we talked before about this that like the um the NFL has one of the worst player unions because yeah. the contracts aren't guaranteed, right? So it's terrible. Like, um, I, I do think like players talk. I think people say this all the time. Yeah. We've heard people against me say that even across leagues, players talk. Guys are probably like. Start, you know, you just you speak up and use your voice. I think the players are using their voices. They're they're saying that you know what they're unhappy about, what they're happy about, and it's turning into a twenty four seven news cycle. I mean, you see the NBA like it's always in the news because one player movement or two, you know, um, team movement or or etc. So I think it's good. I think it's good for the league. I think it's good that there are players who um, are starting to realize what kind of power they hold. It's nothing, nothing but good things. Yeah. Uh, like Russ has the movement there. Broncos right. country, let's ride. Is that the <laughs> worst video of all time? Broncos like, country. I, I Russ, like on the field, uh, one of my two or three favorite players ever. I really wanted the Eagles to trade for him. I thought that would have been wise. Yeah. Just obviously didn't come to fruition. Uh, but an absolute unqualified dork. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a nice I, wife, but definitely a dork. Very nice wife, nice family. The guy looks like he's a great dad. All, all good things. Um, but 
undeniable dork. Which plays to probably the reason why so many people do like him because he is such a dork. He's not like, confrontational. No, like he's he is he's not confrontational, and like he's cool enough that you know when his kids get older. They can tell people, yeah, my dad can throw a football 70 yards from his knees. Or, like, he used to be able to do that. And, like, yeah. you know, that's who else can do that at a party? Like, that's cool. What NFC West teams do you see making the postseason? If there was a bet on it, I'd love to see the odds on all four teams making it. Yeah, I was going to say this might be a year where I don't I, I don't think that – I think it's we're looking at another year where the – I think that I think for so I'll start with the NFC East because it's going to help make my point. But I, I think that the I do I do think the Eagles make a step forward. I do think the Eagles take a step backward, and I think that the Giants kind of they piss us off just enough. And I think that the the Wash team um, they're just kind of like we don't know what we get from week to week with them. So I think only one team right now. From the, I, I think I think two. So I think two teams from the NFC East make the playoffs. I think but Dallas yeah, makes the playoffs too. Yeah, I think they do. They're just too talented not to just make the playoffs. I don't know. I don't. Obviously, when they make it, we never pick them and go far because they never do. Shout out to Jimmy Kemsky with a great a great article about that. Um, but I, I I would love to see who picks against all four not to make it. That's such a tough division. They are so tough. I think that. Um, they're probably. Do you think they're the toughest division in football? Pretty easily, I think. So, like, yeah. just to go by NFC East. You know, the, the bottom two teams lacking NFC North. Yeah, uh, Bears disaster. NFC West. Uh, last year, I predicted all four NFC West teams made the playoffs. Three did, did in the Rams, did. 49ers, and Cardinals. Seattle didn't do well. Uh, you know, I'm a, like I'm saying, I'm a Russ believer, so I bet yes. them making it too. That didn't happen. AFC, uh, AFC East, not terrible. Not terrible. Uh, AFC North, okay, I would say. Yeah. All they have, you have, well, no, AFC North would be contender too because you have eh, Pittsburgh's taking a step back. I mean, it's hard to bet against Mike Tomlin, right? Yeah. In, in terms of that, but the quarterback situation is so fickle. And then you have Cleveland, what we kind of discussed, you know, yeah. if, they, if they have Deshaun, they're probably making the postseason. Yeah. And, and if not, if he's missing eight games, you know, right. we don't know. And then Ravens, I would think, as long as Lamar's there, they're going to be a playoff threat. And then, Obviously, well, obviously the Bengals, the, right? Bengals right. made the Super Bowl. Uh, AFC South, nothing special, and then I think still the AFC West. I, I, I would yeah. Say. So I would say I would give you either AFC North or NFC West. Yeah, and I would I like say that. to you, um, you know who and who don't you want to play this year? I don't want to play the Bengals. They just I, they're just I believe in them. I don't think it was flash in the pan. Like they won their their path was very tough and they they showed a ton of guts and they have a ton of talent and they went out and got better this summer. Yeah. Um, Prove the line. Yeah. I I, don't, I wouldn't want to play them. I, I think uh obviously the Rams, they're so, so, so good. And then they um they are probably gonna be the the even more even more confident than they were last year, which is scary. Um, and I'm and I'm looking at it as like if, as we're facing them as Eagles fans. I I, I think those two you want to steer clear from, and probably I think San. 
I always hate playing San Fran. Um, I just feel like they're always – they're, again, another tough team. I know they had their stuff with Debo, but I, I feel like they're just – they're another tough team that you feel like – you feel it after you play it. Like, they hit hard, they run fast, they score, and they just – they really beat you up in the trenches. Um, so I, I, those are, for me, off the top of my head, like three teams that you want to stay away from or just I'm not looking forward to having to see at all. Yeah, I'm looking at the Eagles schedule right now. The two get toughest games that jump out to me are thankfully home in terms yeah. of in the Eagles case. Yeah. Is Green Bay Sunday Night Football week twelve. Yep. Uh November twenty seventh. I guess that would be Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, Thanksgiving weekend, yeah. And then Christmas Eve in Dallas, a road game. Yeah. Uh, I think the Eagles do better in Dallas than they do against Dallas at home. Yeah. Which is kind of a weird thing that's been like that over the last yeah. half dozen or so years. Uh, but those two games jumped out at me as the toughest game. So, I mean, if your toughest matchup is coming at home, I think that's a win. Yeah. And I think that um, they are recently, for sure, they've shown up for big games. I, I think Sirianni, yeah. Sirianni for, for his credit, he's definitely gotten them up for big games. They've played – they certainly haven't come out – it's like maybe one or two times they came out flat. And then I think a lot of times in big games last year, they just – they're just out talented, but I, I think that um, you know they won't be down for any of those games. I think that they they drink the Kool Aid and they believe in the product, and you know he's going to have them up ready to go. So we'll see. I, I think that um, especially in what could and what's turning out to be or what could be like the last couple years of the the Rodgers experience, like he's going to be coming out firing on all so He's tatted now. He's yeah. tied it up. Yeah. He, th- ah. he thinks he's me. He's <laughs> what a what a strange bird, man. Uh, that guy is. It kind of makes sense that his family doesn't like him. Yes, that makes perfect sense. Actually, it makes a lot more sense over the as as the years go on. I'm, that no, is I'm such a he has he went full Kyrie Irving with that tattoo. A, a thousand percent full Kyrie, and like I'm talking to my dad about it. My dad said the same thing. He's like, the more you find out about this dude. The more you realize that maybe his brother and his dad were on something, like maybe, like maybe, like yeah, like maybe they were the right all along. And his like relationships in the media seem kind of fake. Yeah, not implying anything, yeah. but seems a little. Well, he always odd. has like, and he always has that, um, like an over the top girlfriend. Yeah, like like his last girlfriend like was the stars, stars, moon, and and waves you know, type of person, and and then this girlfriend, like, eats dirt or something like that. Like, it's always, like... And then he had Olivia Munn before that. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> but he can never just have, like, a regular, like, girlfriend. His girlfriend's always over top. The media has to find out about it. And then he's got to go on the Pat McAfee show and let us know. He, that, those two are BFFs. Yeah, they're like this, dude. I they, can see like, him... I think Rogers know? is definitely a post-career podcast guy. Oh, yeah. Um, it? I think he's a good. He, I think he was really good at Jeopardy. To be to be frank, as much as Jeopardy. we're kind of crapping on him right now, uh, he's definitely going to have some sort of media career. I would yeah. think after. I mean, he might go fly a little too close to the Joe Rogan zone, which right. I could definitely <laughs> see happening. But which is very I think that's a different discussion. I think it's very close. Like, there's a couple of people I can see making a huge play for him that we won't mention on here. But yeah, I think we can. You can deduce where you think. Aaron Rodgers will, will wind up on a podcast with. Do you think he's he goes to Barstool? I, that Is that what you're thinking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it definitely seems like that. A thousand percent. 
Or like DraftKings just gives him a pot or one of those. Yeah, like, 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 like yeah, that exactly. if he did with FanDuel, I guess. Yeah, it's gonna like be something like that. Something, yeah, something crazy like that. Like maybe like um, something like with with like Chris Long had or something like that. Yeah, I, think I love Chris Long is probably my favorite pod. So good. It's so, so good. good. Uh, I, I love it. He's really he's a really 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 cool dude. I mean, and then the shout out future future guest of the podcast, <laughs> a legend. Yo, him and Bo Allen. We gotta get him and yeah. Bo Allen on. Oh, Bo Allen, Bo would be great. They're both retired beer drinkers. So we can get them both on. Let's get some Kenny's with Bo. Kenny's with Bo. <laughs> Shout out to our guys. Yeah, we got to talk to them. Um, I'm wearing my Kenny shirt, by the way. What am nice. I was. I almost put that same exact shirt on. Today. <laughs> One but, of my most comfortable T-shirts. Um, they are. That comfort color brand T-shirt, so good. So good. They, they they dropped off their Fourth of July shirt for me. I haven't worn it yet, but uh, uh, so good. that's. You know, one of the band tees I have is from that label too, and I was like, "This is the best quality shirt," especially a little as a, a huskier fellow. I like right. the feel. Right. Exactly. Any other Eagles takes? Uh, Nothing's really happened, right? Miles Sanders All Star Team nitwit comment. Right. Right. That comment. The, the Miles. Like comment. not not trying to bury him. I get yeah. being excited and wanting to hype up your teammates, but. Sometimes it's just better to say nothing. Yeah, that's like, cool, bro. Yeah, that. like we like we get it, but like let's not let's not jace anything. Um, I don't I think it'd be different it. if it was like Kelsey or Lane yeah, Johnson, well, maybe. Right, Kelsey. And Kelsey it reminds me of Vince Young, like the right. backup QB, saying "Dream Team." Like this yeah, guy yeah, is right. like the fifth cog offensively, and like, he's whoa, saying, whoa. "Let's let's take it let's take it easy." Um, I guess we well, well we're, we're gonna do a, a um like a we'll, we'll do a training camp prop, but I think the like my entry and into training camp as we are getting very close to it. Um, I am interested in the, in the receiving core. I think it's been, it's got a lot of, a lot of love rightfully this summer. Um, so I think six guys make the roster at receiver. I, I yes. was talking to BLG at training camp. We were both there and kind of trying to figure out who's that, who that's going to be. The, the top three, I think are locked in. Yeah. As AJ. And Devontae. And Devontae. I think yeah. Zach Pascal is pretty much a lock. That's four. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jay Jell is no longer at wide out. So I think Rager makes it. I think they want Rager to make it. I think they're going to keep it. I think they're going to cut him. Yep. And then you have one of those bottom of the roster guys, whether it's Britton Covey making it as a returner, even though he's not going to really play on offense or whatever it is. I think that they do want. I feel like Covey is the guy right now. I can I, I, subject to change, but I feel like he's a guy who they at least want to make it now. Probably because he'll just be a full time returner. I know it's tough to just keep a returner on your roster, but also yeah, it also is something that I think that as teams tend, as teams don't like you want to save your best players' legs. So I think if it's an opportunity to keep a guy who just returns punts and kicks, they, they they'll probably do it. Yeah. Um, kind of rooting for that. I think that's a fun element that the team has absolutely zero juice in returning the last right uh, few right. years and the, in the post Sproles era, just zero zero juice. Absolute zero juice. I think that would be a lot of a very fun element, very cool thing to do. So I'm moving for it too. Do Stranger Things talk? Oh, hundred percent, dude. Throw up a spoiler warning. We'll finish say, the with some spoiler alert. So spoiler if you alert. haven't seen the volume two of season four of Stranger Things, I would tap out right now. Thank you for listening. Come back and listen when you finish it. 
we're just throwing up another spoiler warning. I'm really anal about spoilers. And like, you know, we talk about like Frank Costanza. I, I want to go and clean. That's yeah, really my go so fresh. I wanna, Yeah, I want to give people as much leeway as possible that we're going to discuss this. What do you think? I loved it. I loved it. People are like, I think just the cycle of talking about media is so played out online where people are like, I can't believe you like this season. I'm like, what? It's, 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 it's not Casablanca. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's a fun teenage horror drama. Yeah, like, it's not great anatomy, dude. Like, what do you yeah. want us to say? Like, I thought it was great. I loved it. I, I wasn't, I was looking for, I, I had no expectations and it, and, and that was great. I never had. Summer popcorn. Summer right. popcorn TV show. I, I always, um, I think that overall, it was a perfect way to set up the final stanza. Um, yes. Because this is for the first time where I think we see and feel like, so, so this reminds me of, although I hated it, this reminds me a lot of Endgame. Because yeah, I was my, I was thinking Infinity War, Empire yep. Strikes Back ends on a downer before the finale, yep. right? Yep, because it reminds it, it just you get that feeling that this is the for the very first time a chance that they actually might lose. Yeah, like so, I, I think that season five, although they haven't started shooting yet, I think season five is going to be a lot of craziness. We should expect. They said. Uh... I think the writer's room comes back this summer. They yeah. said August. Uh, I think they're shooting for 2024, which makes yep. sense. I think they said before, after the first volume of season four drop, that they're going to do uh, a time jump, which the way yep. these kids are aging is desperately needed. Hopefully desperately. this is like yeah. uh three, four, five year time jump, uh, given that, you know, what Millie Bobby Brown's like eight, just turned 18 or whatever. I'm sure. Yeah, Drake is very 18, happy about man. that. <laughs> and like, and like they, this is also so. This is where you get into like the the side of like it, you know, that when they did the times up and it. Yeah. So yeah. I think I I think it's desperately needed also because of just the way that the kids are going to grow. So I, I think it's perfect to have. Mike's built like Chet Holmgren in eighth Mike, grade. Mike, That's uh, how is Mike, they they put Lucas on the basketball team and uh, I think he was the the lone. Uh, black student on the basketball team which was a little like okay i, I get right, what you're right. going for but like someone one of them has to like it's a good archetype like a guy who was like a nerd and then like was it kind of right and the nerd job to dichotomy right. i think that was a good storyline and good character beat there for him but also like mike's mike's like power forward shot blocking paul <laughs> reed like nice he's a cross like, between paul reed and chet holmgren nice but like adam morrison right so like yeah um i think a jump forward to maybe when they're Freshman in college or something like that, or like, or or just because they're like that, they're already that age now, right? It doesn't right. seem like it, it, but they are. It's funny to like a, a jump forward to their current age, right? Uh, like their current off 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 camera age is probably more apt. Um, they can't be in high school when they restart. That would that's the only thing that would upset me. Like you can't have them, you can't do a time jump and have them still in high school. They're not. They're just their voices are are done cracking. They're just old now. What college would Mike go to? Uh, <laughs> Mike, he's he's an SEC guy all the way. Mike is a huge SEC guy. I can see like the first the first episode, he's like writing a love and a letter from his 
his dorm at like Tennessee or something like that. Yeah, because you're thinking like 80s isn't going to be Bama the way it is now. So I'm trying to think the the school right. would have been there or like, does he go to the U? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I got the U. He's wearing all that floral stuff that he was wearing. Yeah, he's like a he's like a chill. Yeah, he's Mike like roomed with uh, Jerome Brown and Michael Irvin at the U. That would be that. No, that would be an awesome time. Yeah, because I grew up, it would be like 90. So, like, yeah. Like, because it'd be like, like he's, he's class of like 90, or I guess, or like whatever. Right? Michael or something. walking around with a gold chain on and, and glasses. Like, he's like a, 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 the hippie, the hippie flower child at like the University of Florida or something. I think that that would, that would just be playing good. Tom Petty records all day. <laughs> Rolling one. Uh, I think, uh, <laughs> what I was going to say uh I don't know Steve is like manager of that video store Dustin's at like Caltech they does right Dustin's like he's a um he's an IT dude at Caltech I think I think Lucas is like <laughs> Dustin invents the internet <laughs> like um Lucas is like a walk on at like uh Indiana Memphis State, State. yeah he's like Memphis State and like as like a walk on but like, yeah, like maybe like <laughs> there's like it it just all and they also yesterday I read that the Duffer brothers said that um Max is alive, but she's like blind and like she's basically blind and crippled, but she's still but she's alive, thanks to Eleven. Um so I think that it would be cool too if like you had like a a thing where where it, Lucas is just like, oh, like I could have went to, you know, I, I got a, I had a full ride from uh, Texas State, but I stayed here because you're blind. Because you're a girl, yeah. You know, yeah, like, not, I think that there's like, they, their, their story is also weird because they were, you know, obviously pre-high school, just like loved and then broke up and then like, you know, her, her, you know, um, Billy died, and then like she got weird, and then like she's just like, dude, I don't need, I don't need any of you guys, but I kind of need you. And he's like, please yeah. let me simp for you. <laughs> like so, like I think that um, it's got to end with, and that's why I had to end with them being in love. Like I don't, I don't really care about that, but it's got to end amicably. Like I can't just be like, oh, like, why'd you let me? Why'd you let me live? <laughs> like she should. Let yeah. me like, that. like that's that's where I want that story to go. I think, uh, what do you think Will goes to school? <laughs> Dude, I think Will goes to... I can't to go. really get a good read. Like, uh, he, I, I don't peg him as like a, a super small liberal arts college no, guy. I was just going to say, I, I think that's too, that's too small of a brush for him. I think that yeah. he's like a... I think he goes to like a Cornell or something. I yeah. like that. Like he, he's like smart. Invents, he invents like Xbox. Yeah, because he's like smart. Yeah, something. He's really smart. Yeah, he's smart kid. And like... He's like, yeah, he like goes to like Cornell. He's like in his dorm room listening to uh, you know, he's listening to like the some, clash still. Some, his, right. his, his <laughs> clash records. And he's just like um chilling. I think he might have I think he's a guy in college that would maybe pick up on his brother and Argyle's habits. Yes. I would yes. say that. <laughs> yes, because yeah, he's, he's gotta fit in. Yeah. Yeah. He's gotta fit in. He's like, why don't you oh yeah, he's like, oh, why don't you look at yeah, why don't you look at me like you look at her type stuff? So yeah, like he's like. Doing whatever he can to get noticed. Yeah. Do you think he's in love with Mike? 
I do. And I, I don't think they're like hiding it. Like intentionally, no, they're not really no, hiding I it. Definitely is. I wonder Dude, if that's I, like a reveal or they're just hinting at that and they don't necessarily yeah. have the uh maybe the green light to go forward with that story, but I think that's uh that that was my read. That's a very good point. And I, I so I read some um I read on I think it was like Stranger Things Reddit. Yeah, there was a rumor that they did not get a green light to move forward with that. Story. They probably didn't. Um, and I mean, you saw what happened when two uh, lesbian cartoon characters hugged in Lightyear. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. So, and this is like the most popular television show, right? right. The most popular show in the world right now. Yeah. So, um, but I agree though. I, I mean, you can even. What was the line? Like, like the I paintings, mean, he's he's he's, right. he's painting him, dude. Really I'm painting. not making fun of him. It it seems so pure. Yeah. It's very um, blatant, and it, and that's what makes it even weird that they haven't. They well, we know why they haven't. Like it makes it even weird that the, that that storyline hasn't progressed because he's literally painting him. He's like crying when he tells him that eleven will always need you type stuff because he's like he basically wants him to mean that I'll always need you. Like yeah, like that that like, you can. If you're if you're a person with feelings, that hurt to see yeah. like, how much he hurt, like because that's how much he loves Mike. Like he's like Mike is like his guy and like and his north star. But like you can obviously tell that like everything that 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 maybe Mike feels for Eleven, he kind of feels for Mike. But like, dude, yeah, it's 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 they're not hiding it at all. Uh, going like full English major here, I, I think that Will's haircut is so interesting in the sense that it makes him look younger than he is. Yes. And I think one of the beats that has been is that will sort of emotionally and maturely in terms of maturity kind of stunted after that uh, X amount of time in the upside down on the yeah. first season that yeah. every, and it's talked about in the way those guys don't necessarily want to play D and D anymore. They want to go chase yeah. girls. They want to go on the big adventure and will just wants to, you know, be a wizard in the basement, which is yeah, fine. It's fine. In the yeah. sense that uh, everyone else grew up when he was stuck and he's been, he's like the way people say like, oh, when you're become famous, you're stuck at that age forever. Yeah. The way the age he got when he got into the upside down, he's kind of permanently stuck there. And the way, and maybe it's just the actor himself and it's unrelated, but everyone else looks like they've grown up uh, physically and then like emotionally character beat wise too. And he has yet to. Well, it's still, so it's a good point because um, I also read that they are the season five is going to be a lot more about Will and kind of his association to like Vecna and and kind of how you know obviously now now we know this whole time it's been Vecna that's been like in his head but yeah um, I think we also are going to find out just how long he was down there like they say in the show it says it's a week like he was he was in he was down there for a week but. I think we're going to find out more about what a week actually means. And time, time could work differently, right? Yeah. Time yeah. could work completely differently. So, like, he could have came out, like you said, he could have came out, and it could have been, oh, you've been gone for a week, but like, it turns out, Will was gone for two years or something like that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, oh, like we were, you know, like I, I totally like see his mom being like, yeah, like you were gone for five years, Will. You know, like we never thought we'd see you again, type stuff. Like, um, so I'm excited to see how that transpires too. I think he needs a new cut, though, kind of a yeah. restart. Um, okay. I'm thinking like Brian Bosworth mullet in the 80s. I think that could be his move. I think a cool Brian Bos mullet. I think uh, uh, it just goes. I could see him just going buzz cut too. I think that would that would be a, a benefit too. 
you know what? Like buzz cut and like taking boxing classes, you know? Yeah, because he, I think he's a little too, maybe a little too small to have a buzz cut. Yeah. I'm thinking a little too slender. doesn't like right. work as well. Um, you know, maybe uh, hit some weights. I would love if he doesn't. To not much, I'm not shaming anyone to working out, obviously. I would love to see him do all this stuff and then have it, have it be like, Oh, it's the only way I can keep him out of my head, type stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, like I like that. Just kind of reinventing himself himself yeah. to kind of get away from the pain that the mic situation yep. is causing him. Yep. Damn. What do you think, Steve and Nancy getting together? I think they have to end up because they ended it kind of ended on like a, a lukewarm yeah. note between Jonathan and Nancy and anyone yeah. who's been in a relationship that's kind of uh, dying in slow motion, not necessarily yeah. a unique thing, a kind of a universal can probably relate to that. And they both know it's over, but they don't they have the stones to, right. to each kind of right. cough it up and say it. So I think, I think, I think they do end up together. They just, I, I think, like you said, like they're kind of just like, it's like one of those things where it's, it's going to, it's, it's going to be pronounced, but unpronounced, but I think it's totally gonna, they're totally, they have to now. I'm at that point with them. Like they have to end up together. Yeah. Because I mean, Steve's growth, uh, maybe grown more than anyone. Yeah, in the cast, he's terrific, man. He's been terrific. He for me, he's been top five these past two seasons. He's been top five. He's taken a huge step forward um, in his character arc, and he's someone that matters a lot, you know. Um, and I think that in general, he has looked at. He's officially looked at as a leader now. Like they look at him, they're like, Dude, "Yeah, what should we do next?" Type stuff. I love when Robin's like, "How many child? How many children are you friends with?" Yeah, <laughs> she has some good one-liners. Like the, when she was like, um, uh, "Vecna's like eleven, but she, but he's he's evil and like he's he, he's yeah he's like evil and he has bad skin type stuff." Like she's got she said yeah. really, really good one-liners. I think uh, I was gonna say what what plot line is more believable uh being in an upside down hellscape or escaping from a soviet prison in 1986 dude it's gotta be the upside down hellscape <laughs> like before we even get into like the the creatures that end up being in the prison just outrageous i mean really enjoyable yeah. uh Jacques Agar from game of thrones uh yeah. great, role, great little role he got for himself there that was a great yeah he got himself hooked up um i think you know what though I think it's it was believable just because Hopper wasn't it was Hopper is just that like put the team on his back like he uh, went he kind of went like full Rambo right Yo, in eighties action movie. Uh, Have you seen the videos of him working out? He trained for that. I mean, he looked like the showing him with his shirt off. He wasn't yeah. like he's like, oh, I lost a lot of weight, dude. You're not like rail thin. You're you're like. Ju- you're cut now, dude. It's not yeah. you're not like uh, emaciated or anything like that. You're yeah. just cut. I mean, you're not. Yeah, you're not. Uh, you're not Christian Bell. Like the Machinist. That was insane. Yeah, that was, it was like, an insane was movie, fun. dude. Like, he did that back to back with uh, Batman Begins. With Batman Begins, yeah. Yeah. So he was like putting on forty pounds of muscle and then losing a hundred pounds. Insane. And then he had to do it again for the Dark Knight. Remember after? The movie? Yeah, yeah. He's going back and forth. Yeah. Uh, now is he's in the Thor movie that comes out yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, it looks good for the uh, the God Butcher. Yeah, Did you get I, I, yeah, we're going uh, tomorrow afternoon, three forty-five right. showing. Should be nice. Haven't seen a Friday afternoon movie in a minute. Uh, 
who are the God Butcher. Great, great character. A new age character got introduced in uh, 2012 in Marvel Comics. You see a lot of the characters that, you know, okay. Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel getting introduced in the last, within the last decade, already becoming big figures in multimedia properties. Kind of shout out to all those creators, even though they're probably not getting commentated fairly for their creations because it's, you know, oh. you work for Marvel DC, it's work for hire and those yeah. uh, gigantic companies own the characters, but a lot of great work being put into building this uh, universe outside of just the characters that were created, you know, now, 70, 70 years ago or whatever it is. What are you, what are you anticipating from the God Butcher? Like from what you read and what you've seen, like what's going to be, I think he's going to have a long history with Thor that we we were unaware of. Like they've okay. they've uh, squared off in the past. Yeah. Uh, and Thor thinks he was dead or something like that. Yeah. Because I saw in the preview, I saw they were talking about um, telling the story. I do feel like that's the arc they're going for too. Is that we're going to find out eventually that him and Thor have a long history. I just worry they're junking it up and there's too much going on at once is my concern. Yeah. And it's only it it's, like, like, it's a shade under two hours. I'm not someone who wants a movie to be three hours, but uh, I, I thought that with the Doctor Strange movie, another movie that was just about two hours, uh, just too much at once. It's uh, backfiring. And I, I talked about it on Twitter a little bit the other day and I'm still super excited. I, I still think there's a chance the movie just, you know, wows me too, but a little, you know, pessimistic given that I was a little, Luke Wormel and Doctor Strange. And I think the success of Infinity War and yep. No Way Home with throwing a million characters at once worked. But yep. those were both three-hour movies. And you're now doing it. You're cutting the movie in third, a third of the movie out trying to do it. Now. Like, I, I hope this doesn't... Um, I'm hoping this doesn't... Or I feel like this might lean more toward a, a Ragnarok. Where, like, there's a ton going on and it's, like, super bright and super... Zany you know, and zany and rainbowy. I, I I thought Ragnarok was super cool. Um, yeah, we we rewatched the uh, Thor movies, and last night we did Infinity War. We're watching like the Avengers and Thor and Guardians of the Galaxy movies since they're all going to be featured in this. And like tonight yep. we'll watch Endgame, and that's like the last we've seen of Thor before yeah. this. Before this, yeah. Got some cat Dennings in there. We need. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I I love um I thought Thor was great in game. I, I also think that uh I think that that was for me also the first time I've seen him kind of vulnerable, you know? Yeah. Um yeah. so I think that was cool that it's hard to do with a character who's been in you know speculative fiction for thousands right. of years, like right, like a thousand years, I guess. Right. And like I, I so I think that it was this is this is weird, but I didn't real. I, I think it took me until Infinity Wars to realize just how much power he wielded, like as opposed to the other Avengers. Like I feel like when he came back with um, Stormbreaker, yeah, that like they were all like, "Oh, thank God!" Like you, like you, the relief on all their faces was like, "All right, now we might actually win this thing." <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like it wasn't like Cap. Or Black Panther, or any or any wrestling moves like, dude, if we if we don't have Thor, like we don't if we don't have our center, we're done, you know. Like so, like I think that it was cool to see, because um, he's always he's always been my favorite 
yeah. key character. Um, so I, I think it's been really cool to see just what kind of art he's been given. And, and like, I think this will be really cool. I don't, I, I think that people should, I think people should expect, like I said, more of a Ragnaroki type zany. There'll be I some, think it's going to be like a little messy, but I'm yeah. someone who really likes kind of, it sounds weird, like messy art, whether it's music or television yeah. shows or movies when like you're trying a million things and maybe they don't all execute, but yeah. you're shooting for the stars. I really like that. Like I yeah. think uh, the album I always think of is uh, Life of Pablo. Uh, by Kanye, the yes. album that was doing trying way too much, but like it, it might, it's probably the Kanye album I've listened to most in my life at the same time. Yeah, I still listen to Life of Pablo and it works. Yeah. I, yeah. I like Life of Pablo. Um, so I, I, that's, a, that's a great way to put it. It's like if you enjoy kind of, if you enjoy the artist, like White know, Album by the Beatles, just throwing yeah. a thousand things at once at you. So we'll like, see. people are like, look, we're just going to try this. Let us know what you think. I love that. Yeah. All right. I'll be having, for the listeners out there, I will have a review of Thor uh, Love and Thunder. will be out, should be out Saturday on phillyvoice.com. So you can be checking, check out that there. I'll be writing it uh, Friday night post-movie. Should be, should be entertaining. Yeah, it should be good. Yeah. Anything else, bro? Newsletter? Plug it. Newsletter. com slash newsletter. We go out every Thursday. Former host, Seamus um, Clancy. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have our... Um, Right this week we did our kind of that was awesome movie. that you guys got him yeah 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 that was great um, shout out to to him Greg super super nice guy um, seems it basketball Paul last week another really cool guy a guy who who we really 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 want to root for um, and again you know BB is just he's terrific very awesome guy so there's a couple of, couple more special guests they have in the works um, and then next thing you know dude we're in training camp I mean it's, it's already July we only have. <laughs> you know, another month and a half before a training camp starts. So it's a 24-7 news cycle with the league, like we just talked about. So, uh, but yeah, man, right to rickysanchez.com slash newsletter. We're out every week. Um, some good stuff coming. Going from me as the guest slash co-host to B-Ball <laughs> Hall and Brett Brown is a really rough look for me. <laughs> like, like, the, like the local band that – <laughs> uh, gets thrown on the bill as like the opener when like everyone is just sitting there like drinking a beer and like scrolling on their phone. That was me. Yeah, it's like yo, like you're first, and then we're gonna follow you up with Nas. Like, oh, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They just got like some bell robber for North Philly to open yeah. up Nas with the TLA <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> Thanks, Billy. Y'all been great. Yeah. All right, so for me. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Seamus underscore Clancy. You can follow Zoe on our Twitter tweets underscore by underscore Zoe. If you're listening to this, I'm sure you already follow us on there. If I got to plug it. And as I said, I'm the deputy sports editor of phillyvoice.com, putting tons of content on there. Eagles, Sixers, Phillies, everything in between. Some pop culture stuff too. I think I'll be doing a review of Miss Marvel once the series finishes next uh, Wednesday. So be on the lookout for that. I'm always kind of being the, the, uh, the odd sports stadium food and <laughs> pop culture uh nerd culture correspondent too so check out my work there. Yeah, all right yeah. talk to you all right brother talk to you